so the world of content has gotten a lot broader over the last five years. And you need to be thinking about that of what are the key messages I want to get out there? What are the key questions I want to answer or topics I want to tackle? Ready to spend 15 minutes with the experts you admire? Need strategy sessions from thought leaders brought directly to your ears? Welcome to the Sprocket Talk 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where every week George B. Thomas uncovers the challenges that sales, marketing, and service professionals face. And of course, the strategies to help them overcome their biggest hurdles. So sit back and set your sights on growth with these bite-sized conversations filled with pure strategy gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast. Hey, Sprocketeers, it's your boy, George B. Thomas, and we're back for another episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where, well, you know we talk about some strategy for about mm, 15 minutes or so to try to get you to do better in business. Now, I'm excited today, as always, with this episode because I have a friend. We've created content together. I don't know if we've ever broken bread together, but we've hung out and we've talked a lot of nerdy things about video, but today we may talk a little bit about video, but more on the deep end of the pool here in a minute. Tyler, why don't you explain to the Sprocketeers, the viewers, the listeners, who you are, what you do, and where you do it. George B. Thomas, it is a pleasure to be here as always. My name is Tyler Lassard. I'm the VP Marketing here at Vidyard. For those who don't know, Vidyard is a suite of video technologies for businesses. We do video hosting and analytics. We do video optimization and personalization. And we have tools for creating and sending one-to-one -one videos. It's a super exciting world. As you mentioned, I'm big into the world of video, but here with my own team right now, I am just so focused on how we look ahead at 2020 and beyond and think about our own content strategy, as well as our inbound marketing for our audiences and how it's changing right now. Really excited about that and uh, super excited to dive into the deep end of that topic. The deep end of the pool is always a fun place. And believe it or not, Sprocketeers, this is coming off of the backbone of another meeting that I was on. And I actually asked, it was a discovery meeting, I asked the question, hey, what is your content marketing strategy look like? And they said, well, we're not doing content marketing. And I about lost my mind because as somebody who has <laughs> been doing content marketing since about 2012 2013 I was like no you got to be kidding me like there are those people out there if you are a listener and by the way I'm not making fun of anybody but if you're a listener a viewer and you don't have a content marketing strategy in place now hey that's the first step but for those of you that have been doing this for a while Tyler when you talk about a content marketing strategy what I want to do is get the foundational pieces on the board for the sprocketeers yep. viewers and listeners when you say content marketing strategy there may be a perception of what they think so what is content marketing now and then <laughs> what I want to do is really get into what is you your team uh, yep. and everybody else what should they be focusing as far as content marketing strategy moving forward 2020 and beyond if you will all right let's let's get into it so you know i'm going to start with not what is content marketing me i'm going to start with what is the what is the change and the problem that it's actually trying to solve and i think the biggest thing that's happened over the last you know three five ten years is online audiences are now expecting to be able to consume and binge on on-demand content on their own time, self-directed to learn about what it is they want to learn about. It may be a high-level topic related to your market. It may be about you as a specific vendor. It may be how you compare to others and what your pricing is. These are all things that, you know, 10, 20 years ago, people picked up the phone and talked to a real human being, a sales rep. Imagine that, to learn these answers. But nowadays, that's not their expectation. Everything should be at their fingertips in a digital environment. And that's really what content marketing is all about. It's about how do we take 
take the information that we have that sets us apart as an expert that helps people learn and understand and, and be truly helpful uh, to learn about our topic, to answer the questions they may be asking, to surface the problems they may be facing, and then even right through to educating them on what we do, why we do it, and how we can help. And if you, you know, go back five to 10 years when content marketing really started to, to become mainstream, um, it really started with blogs. And again, most companies out there have a blog today. Maybe the one you were just talking to doesn't yet, and it's time to get going. But blogs are an amazing way. It's a you know, simple extension to your website, a place where you can consistently publish helpful content for your audiences. And you usually take a uh, search engine optimization approach to it and think about, well, what are people searching for that I could answer on my blog? And when people Google that question, they land on your blog, they learn, and your content is starting to educate and nurture them. Um, and that was a great start to the world of content marketing, super helpful content for audiences. But the reality is today, people aren't just reading. How people interact and expect to interact with brands is changing. People are, yes, reading short form blogs, they're reading long form eBooks and guides, they're listening to podcasts while they're at work, while they're at the gym, while they're commuting into the office. They're watching videos like the one we're creating here, George, what we're doing right now is we are creating content. And so the world of content has gotten a lot broader over the last five years. And you need to be thinking about that of what are the key messages I want to get out there? What are the key questions I want to answer or topics I want to tackle? But then how do I bring those to life in different ways? Not just with written blog posts, not just with long form eBooks, but with video content, with audio content, with graphics and interactive, with customer stories, with peer reviews. There's lots of different ways that it manifests itself today. And that's what I think is both the most intimidating for companies, but also the most exciting opportunity as we look ahead at 2020 and beyond. Yeah, there's so much in that section. A, a couple of things that I want to point out and pull out for the Sprocketeers, the viewers, the listeners is, A, there are two major companies that have set this mindset historically for us. That's Google. Google is always having us uh, understand that we can always search, we can always learn, we can always yep. find. And so that's become a thing in our culture of like, that's just how we're built now. Netflix, before Netflix, by the way, there was no binging. There was no, people did not use the word as a verb to go binge something. Just but, for dessert. Right, right, exactly. I want to binge <laughs> on that pecan pie, baby, right? But but now, like, that's a thing. And and don't, here's the thing. Rocketeers, don't get upset with yourself because even big companies still get this wrong. Look, one of the things yep. that makes me mad about Disney Plus is the fact that I'm watching The Mandalorian and I got to wait till every Friday to watch an episode. I want to watch the whole season. It's freaking me out. But with that said, stop and think about your content, your conversations. Can your consumer always be learning and can they binge on the things that you need them to know? If the answer is no, then you got to rewind and listen to what uh, Tyler said and really dive into what does that look like. Tyler, you and your team, super smart. You're thinking about this from a future looking perspective. You're thinking audio, you're thinking video, you're thinking written, which by the way, those are the three major ways that people learn. I'm just saying people, you gotta meet them where they're at. If they like to read, let them read. If they like to listen, let them listen. If they like to watch, as long as it's not creepy, let them watch, right? Tyler, when you think about, I got all these pieces of content I gotta create. And I, I live in a world where I got all these platforms that I've gotta create for. How does one like yourself 
yeah. not lose their mind? Like, how, how do you have a strategy around that? Yeah, well, I mean, you're absolutely right because you've got multiple forms of content you want to be delivering and you have more channels than ever to be, you know, creating that content for. You've got your own website and your blog. You have social channels like Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, depending on what's most relevant to your business. You've got your sales team who's using this. So there's a lot of opportunity there, but it can also be very daunting. The way that I tend to think about it these days is to first and foremost, focus on the big topics and questions that you want to address or answer for your audience. Focus on those hero ones. Think about in your market, what are the biggest questions people are asking? What are the most prominent search terms they're looking for? What are the meatiest topics that you can cover within your business? And then focus on really nailing your content around those key themes. And that's where you can think about, okay, instead of this week writing three different blogs on three different topics, what if we focus on this one topic and we go deep on a blog post, we create a short form video that explains it visually and adds some character and some interest. We do a podcast episode with an expert who um, is in the market who understands this topic. And maybe we even ask a customer to create a quick video about how they solve the problem and we get that content ready. And we focus in on nailing that topic in a multimodal world and then leveraging those through different channels. And time and time again, I see that people get more value out of that approach than spreading themselves thin across a lot of different topics. It's something that you can start to build as a muscle, but it also means you need to think about, do I have the capabilities internally to do this, right? Do I have folks who can create the videos and publish them? If I don't, do I need to hire a video producer or do I need to skill up the folks that are focusing on my content? And there's no right or wrong answer. It depends on you and your business. Um, but more times than not, you can absolutely level up and skill up the folks in your team today and get them comfortable with creating different media uh, and types of content focused on answering those key questions. Enjoying this podcast? Make sure you show the love. Go to Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button and leave a review. Help us become the strongest strategy podcast on the internet. Get access to hidden episodes and bonus content Head over to sprockettalk.com forward slash strategy. And Sprocketeers, I'm going to be the opposite of Mother Teresa for a hot second as well. Like one of the things that I want you to do, I want you to communicate alongside of everything that Tyler just said is sit down and figure out where you have the most profitability. What drives the most revenue? Yo, talk about that too. Show that in video. Uh, make a podcast about that. Make it rain, right? So you've got to have that content that they're searching for that's that's getting them in the gate you got to have the content that helps them get through the door and give you that check give you that money give you that card and with that said tyler when you and your team sit there and think about the content marketing strategy that you're putting together for 2020 and beyond how does the funnel come into yeah. play or a, or, or a marketer might say how does the buyer's journey come into play, right? Like how, yeah, how is it, a, is it a bowl of spaghetti? How do you streamline it? Like what are you guys yeah. doing? over at Vidyard to pay attention to that. Yeah, you're 100% you're on the right thread there, George, because it really is, uh, it ends up being a bit of a matrix that we manage our content around. We're thinking about what are the key topics that we want to address? What are the different forms of media we want to address those through? And then we also have a dimension of the funnel stage or the stage in the flywheel or the buyer's journey, whatever you want to call it, and ensuring that we are producing the right coverage of content to help people from, you know, sort of first touch awareness right through to their buying 
decision. Because I mentioned earlier, the reality is people aren't just self-serving awareness level content and then calling up for a quote, right? You need to be able to offer content that walks somebody all the way through that buyer's journey today and gets them ready for almost that close call with your sales team. And it depends on your market, depends on your industry. It may be a little different, um, but we absolutely think about from a content perspective, what's helping us with generating shareability and awareness things that aren't at all about Vidyard, they're entirely about the questions people are asking. Then our mid-level content is starting to move a little bit further. I'll give you a perfect example. We have a, a video series called Video in Focus. That series is super top of funnel. I've had some amazing guests on the show, people like George B. Thomas, talking about you know, the sort of best practices and challenges around video. It's not about Vidyard, it's about video and people um, expressing and sharing their, uh, their insights on video as a topic. Very shareable, very interesting for people whether or not they care about our brand. That's a lot of our top of funnel content. Our mid funnel is then I do a series called Chalk Talks. And Chalk Talks go one level deeper and they focus in on very specific topics that people who now go, hmm, this is all interesting. I wanna learn a little bit more about how to host videos or track videos or personalize videos videos. Then we have deep dive chalk talks on each of those and they start to introduce you to our brand. The content is a split between general ideas and then, and if you have a platform like Vidyard, you can do A, B, and C as well. And so that's part of our content strategy. And then our content team is also producing things like competitive documents, blog posts, videos that compare us to our competitors, things that are used then at the lower stage when they're ready to start to make a buy decision. Um, so again, the answer for every business is a little bit different. Where do you want to focus? focus. It depends on where your gaps are and, and where you're really focusing on, on driving improvements. But for us, we're absolutely mindful of that and, and thinking about, are we creating at each stage? Otherwise, you end up falling back up to the top and you're always creating top of funnel content and forgetting about those lower stages of the journey. Well, believe it or not, Tyler, we're getting close to the 15 minute point of the Aye. 15 minute strategy podcast. I should have named this the 55 minute strategy podcast. Dang, gum it. But I, I do have one last question and that is because some people are going to get started. Some people are going to start yep. to transition. Some people are already rethinking what they want to do. Actually, you know what? I'm going to ask you two questions, but I'm going to ask them together and then you can just riff with them and then we'll, we'll shut this thing off. The first question I have is, what are one or two mistakes that you have seen or you yourself has, have made in when you're creating content and that content marketing mentality? And then the second question that you can just flow right into is, what is the type of content that excites you or the way to deliver that content that excites you most moving forward? Oh, great questions as always, George. Okay. The first question, I think the mistake that a lot of people made and I've made and our team has made it is when you start to try new things, you know, new formats, new ideas, you don't necessarily give them enough time to mature and become natural and to really prove whether or not they're going to work. For example, I've seen lots of companies start up a podcast and after five or six episodes, they stop doing it because they feel like, ah, oh, this isn't for us. Like nobody's listening. We couldn't quite get the format right. It felt really hard. Same thing with video, right? They start creating a couple of videos for their blog and then they're like, oh, everyone, it takes too long. It's too hard. But the reality is when you start to get into that consistency of doing it, you know, three, six months later, it becomes just as natural and easy as, as other things that you're doing. So give yourself some time to learn to mature and, and don't throw out new strategies too early on. Right now, you got to experiment. You got to build these muscles. Maybe they won't pay off for a year or two from now, but you got to get going now. To your Second question in terms of kind of neat new formats or ideas, the one thing I'm, I'm obsessed with right now is this idea of episodic branded series by, by companies. You know, you've got Sprocket Talk, right? That is a great, you know, you are a 
Netflix series, George, whether you know it or not. You are a Netflix series, you're a Disney Plus series, you're a Hulu series, you're an HBO series, whatever you want to call it. But it's that mentality. We do a number of episodic series, both in audio and video format. We're seeing lots of brands do that. And the really cool thing about that is when you create a series of content that has an overarching brand, it gives you new ways to promote it. You can promote individual episodes, but you can also produce this amazing series that people get really emotionally attached to that. As well as when people come in and enjoy one episode, they're more likely to continue engaging if they know that, oh, the next episode, the next episode, as opposed to random acts of content. So it's a really neat thing I'm seeing a lot of companies start to do. And uh, again, you know, you don't have to go too far with it initially. Try a Tuesday tips or a whiteboard Wednesdays and see how it goes for your own company. I love that random acts of content creation. Don't do that. <laughs> So Tyler, if people want to connect with you, uh, where do you want to send them? Yeah, you know, you can uh, please connect with me on LinkedIn, Tyler Lassard at Vidyard, and I share um, most of my good findings and insights there. Um, check us out on, on vidyard.com if you're interested in learning more about video and our video platform. And by the way, if you do go to vidyard.com, go to the learn button and you'll see we have, you know, the ultimate guides to video and marketing, video and selling, video production, all ungated, open, free content for the world to consume. So if you want to learn more about how to make video a bigger part of your content strategy check those out and if you're not using video what like it's about to be 2020 y'all but here's the thing from this episode i want you to pay attention to content creating valuable content your your customer and the questions that they may be asking and as you think about all that as you get going or beef it up in the future we'll be here waiting for you on the next episode did you enjoy this episode of the 15 minute strategy podcast we'd love to know Leave a rating and written review wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And keep that learning going by visiting sprockettalk.com. Sign up for your free membership. And in that membership area, you can find bundled episodes where we combine like strategies to help you grow better, make the world better, and share this episode with your friends and coworkers who may be battling the same obstacle. And you can always reach out to George B. Thomas on Twitter with questions or guest suggestions or just to talk about your favorite Marvel superhero. Now go out into the world and leverage this strategy for your success. And we'll see you in the next episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast.